Memorial Health System provides comprehensive health services that meet the needs of the region we serve. And we are proud to present Memorial Health Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. We all know how painful a sunburn can be, but that's not the most important reason for using sunscreen. And here to tell us about that today is my guest, Bradley Pierce. He's a physician's assistant at Memorial Health System. Bradley, I'm so glad to have you with us, and what a timely topic. Tell us about UVA and UVB rays. What do they do to our skin? So UVA and UVB rays um, basically can cause damage. When we think about those two separate rays, they obviously come from the sun, um, but they can cause lots of harmful things um, with too much exposure. So when we think about UVA, we kind of think of the A as being aging. So that can accelerate wrinkles and, you know, other sun-related skin damage that doesn't cosmetically look very appealing. And then when we think about UVB, we think of actual burns. So of the two, the UVB is probably a little bit more damaging. Um, And what that long-term or with enough exposure and things of that nature, that can also lead to things like development of skin cancers. So we think of basal cell skin cancers, squamous cells. And kind of the worst one of those is melanoma skin cancers. Short term, though, you're right. Sunburns are very nasty and not fun to deal with. Um, And then you can also have some other UV-associated rashes that can pop up after you've had enough exposure. Then tell us about sunscreens. What type of sunscreens should we be using? There are so many, Bradley. You stand there in front of the aisle, and there's 50 different kinds and sprays and creams and numbers ranging from 4 up to 70 What is sunscreen doing for us, and which ones should we be looking at? So that's a great question. There's a couple of different things that you should look for when you're looking at a sunscreen. The first thing that we think of is SPF, or sun protection factor. And you want to have at least one that has an SPF rating of 30. And you also want to look after the SPF rating to make sure it is broad spectrum. When you're talking about broad spectrum, what that's referring to is how much it is, what rays it is blocking, so the UVA and the UVB rays. So the broad spectrum refers to blocking both those rays. When you think about different ingredients in sunscreens, um, the two main ingredients you can see are the physical blockers, which are zinc and titanium oxide, and then you have more chemical blocking sunscreens. And those ingredients are things like benzophenone, um, avabenzone, and oxybenzone. Now, there is a difference between those two. The physical blockers with the zinc and titanium, they actually block those UV rays, whereas the chemical sunscreens absorb the UV rays and then dissipate those UV rays across your skin. But I would say the two biggest things that you're looking for are the SPF. Again, you want that greater than 30, and then making sure that it's a broad-spectrum sunscreen. There's also some things that you'll see as far as water resistance goes. Um, And basically what the water resistance means is that for 40 to 80 minutes, it can be waterproof or sweatproof. Um, Now, we don't really use the terms waterproof or sweatproof anymore because that can vary so greatly. Um, But the water resistance can help if you're in an environment where you're sweating a lot or you're in the water. Such good information. People don't always know how often they should be applying sunscreen. So how often... Should we be doing it? And also explain a little bit about the danger the sun can cause in limited time and everyday activities. And should we be using sunscreen if we're just taking a walk outside? That is a great question. Um, This is one that I know 
as a healthcare provider, people do ask me this one quite a bit. And the best answer is it depends. Um, just starting from the get-go, one of the things you want to think about is preparing for your activities. So you actually want to apply the sunscreen about 15 to 30 minutes before your planned exposure, and then they actually say to wait about 10 to 20 minutes to allow that sunscreen to absorb. Then you want to reapply at least every two hours, um, especially if you're sweating or you're going into the water. Um, with activities like that, you actually want to reapply more often. So thinking about those things is important, you know, making sure to reapply. Let's say you're out swimming in the ocean and you come out of the ocean, you need to make sure to reapply your sunscreen after that period of time. Um, another question that people will ask is how much sunscreen? And this can vary with all the formulations, but in general, if you're using kind of a cream or a lotion-based sunscreen, you want to look at using about one shot glass, which is one ounce um, per application. Um, now, that can vary for children and things of that nature. And then for the spray-on sun products, you want to make sure to spray those evenly and then make sure you wipe those in to get good coverage. Um, but both of those are acceptable ways to help protect yourself from the sun. In regards to limited time out in the sun, you do need to make sure to be mindful of that because even small exposures um, long-term can lead to having some issues. A lot of products that people use for you know, makeup and things of that nature do have um, SPF 15 to SPF 30. So those products can be helpful for those brief exposures. Another thing that is very helpful too is the law of clothing nowadays has a UPF rating or a UV protective factor that's built into the clothing. And that's a scale that goes from about 15 to 50 with 50 being excellent and on the lower end of the scale, it's still good. Um, but those are things that you can think about when you're having brief exposures. But in general, it is a good idea to think about putting sunscreen on even with those brief exposures. So one of the things parents go through is trying to get, you know, sunscreen onto our little ones, wiggling them around, chasing after them with the spray. And what about the babies, though? Because sunscreen, is that recommended for babies? Should we not be putting sunscreen on babies? What do we do about that? That's an excellent question. So the American Academy of um, Pediatrics actually recommends that you don't apply sunscreen to children who are six months of age and less. So that begs the question, what do I do as far as protection goes for younger kids like that? The biggest thing is prevention and planning around your vacations to make sure that your little ones less than six months aren't getting that kind of sun exposure. If they are out in the sun like that, they're wearing hats, sunglasses, making sure they're having clothing to cover up. But you do want to try to avoid sunscreen in those little ones. Now, we had talked about some of the other products before with the physical blockers and the chemical blockers. And the physical blockers with the zinc and titanium oxide can actually be better for those kids who are a little bit younger. There are some studies out there about how much sunscreen is absorbed into kids and adults, too. And right now, the studies are kind of conflicting and, you know, we don't really have a great idea. Um, but in general, you want to avoid using sunscreen in kids less than six months of age. So then let's talk about teens. I'd like you to speak to them for just a minute, Bradley, because they don't think of skin cancer. They're immortal. They don't think of those things. But if we appeal to their vanity and wrinkles 
and spots that we all get. You know, tell us about teens and and getting them to wear hats and sunglasses and sunscreen. It is so vitally important, and I'm glad you bring this topic up because having that sun exposure when you're younger, getting burns when you're younger, tanning when you're younger, has such a detrimental effect later on in life and can have an additive effect of putting them at increased risk of skin cancer later on in life. So doing those great things that you had mentioned, wearing hats, wearing sunglasses, making sure they put their sunscreen on is going to be so important later in life to avoid things like wrinkles and cosmetic damage that the sun can do, but also some of the bad things that we think about like melanoma. And don't get me started on tanning beds. Avoid tanning beds. Some people say that a healthy tan, that's a good thing to have, but any tanning bed exposure can only accelerate those age-related changes and cause harm in the long run. So I have a couple more questions, because this is really such a great topic. And what about natural sunscreens? Because there are some people are questioning the chemicals that are in sunscreens. What about natural ones? Have you heard anything about those and their effectiveness? So the natural products, effectiveness-wise, you know, the things that I had mentioned before have been the most studied as far as being able to, you know, kind of block the sun's rays or, you know, help reflect and absorb those. So the natural products, one of the things that you want to look for is that SPF rating and that broad spectrum rating. If it doesn't have that on there, then the effectiveness of it can call into question. So you do need to be aware of that. And it is understandable, you know, putting these things on your body multiple times, you know, if you're out at the beach, you do worry about how much of it is getting absorbed. But the biggest take-home point is to look for that SPF rating and to look for the broad spectrum rating. Does sunscreen expire? Should we be buying new sunscreen every year? So the effectiveness of sunscreen, um, the shelf life for it, you do need to be aware of that. Um, it is a good idea to go ahead and try to purchase new sunscreen every year. I haven't seen any research or studies that really go into the um, shelf life of sunscreens, but it is a good idea to make sure that if it looks too old and the packaging doesn't look good or the sunscreen itself just kind of seems funky, go ahead and pick up a new bottle or a new spray can of that sunscreen. Now give us your best advice, what you'd like the listeners to take away from this great segment about sunscreens and how often we should be reapplying and what you want us to know. All right. Rubber meets the road. Take home points. Sunscreen. You want to look for one that has an SPF of greater than 30 and is broad spectrum. There's lots of other things that can go into that as far as being, you know, sweat resistant and things of that nature. But those are the two biggest things, SPF greater than 30 and being broad spectrum. You want to make sure to put that sunscreen on 15 to 30 minutes before your activity. If you can, let it dry for another 10 to 20 minutes to take full effect. And then you need to apply at least every two hours during your activity. Again, if you're sweating or you're swimming, then you need to reapply more often and you need to apply sunscreen liberally. So if you're thinking about a lotion-based sunscreen, you want to apply about an ounce to your entire body, about one shot glass. Studies have shown people do not apply enough sunscreen. But I would say that is my biggest take-home point is the SPF and the broad spectrum. Great information. Brad, thank you so much for joining us and explaining it all so very well. It's such important information for people to hear And that wraps up this episode of Memorial Health Radio with Memorial Health System. 
head on over to our website at mhsystem.org for more information and to get connected with one of our providers. If you found this podcast as informative as I did and he gave us really good information, please share with your friends, your family, your teens on social media, and be sure to check out all the other interesting podcasts in our library. Until next time, I'm Melanie Cole.